<laughs> Good evening, brothers and sisters. I'm just Joe, no title. And I'm so glad to join me for the Lord's Word of God tonight. And we're going to study about prayer. And we know that our Lord, our God, our Savior is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the last. And there is no other. Amen. Amen. And so our Lord leaves an illustration about prayer. We all need to be taught how to pray. And the word of God teaches us how to walk and to live in this world and follow Jesus by obedience. Amen. Amen. And so turn with me if you brought your Bibles to Matthew chapter 6. And he gives an illustration on prayer that we are to use. And we can use our own wording, but we need to hit the bullet points. And I'll touch on those as we go through it. Starting in verse 9, Jesus says, In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. So the bullet points here is, we are to pray to the Father. Our Lord and Savior tells us that in that day you ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Amen. Amen. And so we're praying to the Father and we need to look and give him honor and respect. So it's whatever wording's comfortable for you. I use, I humbly come before your throne. Okay, but whatever you want to use, but obviously Father has to be in that equation. Amen, amen. Now it says your will be done. Remember Jesus died on the cross because it was the Father's will. Remember he prayed three times earnestly that the cup be taken from him, but not his will, but God's will be done. So we always have to include that in our prayer. Amen. Man. On this earth as it is in heaven, give us this daily, our daily bread. Now, I look at this as your spiritual food. That's the word of God. Remember, the word was made flesh. That's Jesus. It's the truth. It does not lie. And it guides us and directs us in all our paths. Right? Amen. So we need to read the word of God every day. And so what I do is I pray that God opens my eyes, ears, heart, mind, and soul to the word that day. And I also include my family members. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. So anyone who tells you that you don't need to ask for forgiveness when you become a Christian, they're wrong. He's specifically says to ask God to forgive us of our sins. Every day, brothers and sisters, don't let a day go by without asking for forgiveness for your sins. Amen? Amen. As we forgive our debtors, remember, we have to forgive also. What he means is you have to forgive in your heart. It doesn't mean you have to go walk hand in hand with the person who came in and burglarized your house, stole things or anything like that. You understand. But you forgive them in your heart. And do not lead us into temptation, 
but deliver us from the evil one. So there's two bullet points here. I always pray that the Lord delivers me out of temptation. You know, the Holy Spirit has power over sin and he can help us to rebuke the devil in Jesus' name when he tempts us and he will flee. And so we ask him to lead us out of temptation. Also, to deliver us from evil. I always pray that he keeps evil from me throughout the day. And that covers everything, any kind of attacks, diseases, accidents, you name it. Just those words, please keep evil from me throughout the day, and he'll protect you. And I always thank him at night, because I have a formal prayer in the morning and at night. I thank him for keeping evil from me throughout the day, and keep evil from me throughout the night. Amen? Amen. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And as I spoke before, the scripture in John 16 tells us to ask the Father in Jesus' name. So I always make a habit of finishing my prayer, and all born-again Christians should. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In the precious name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. However you want to word it. But add Jesus to the equation. If you want your prayer answered in the affirmative. Amen? Amen. Now he follows in verse 14. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. And so... Follow me over to the book of James, chapter 5. And we're going to look at a scenario that God tells us a believer in Jesus has wronged another believer in the Lord Almighty. And he finds himself on a deathbed. And so he summons the person he has wronged. And he confesses to that person. And that person prays for that person. And so we're going to read about that. And so we'll read verses 15 and 16. And the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another, and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. So you see, if you have wronged a brother in Christ, it always comes back worse for you than what you did. That goes for all of us. We reap what we sow. And whenever you wrong somebody, it always comes back worse for you. But... If you need healing, you're in the hospital and you've wronged that person and he's a brother in Christ, reach out to him. And if you're that person that was wronged, go to the bedside of that brother. Listen to his confession and forgive him in your heart and ask the Lord to forgive him and to heal him. And he will be healed either then or on the way up. 